0: You're listening to MOG Channel. Hi guys, welcome to my podcast. This is MOG Channel where we help you to see a real and practical Christianity from God's word... If you're new here, welcome. If you're returning, welcome back. So today we're going full speed, full energy, and we're coming to the conclusion of the value series. If you have not listened to part one, part two, which is the previous two episodes, you should go back there, listen to that, then come back here, listen to this, and it will be worth your while. So we're looking at value, our value, our worth. Yesterday, we spoke about the fact that we are the crowning jewel of God's creation, that the entire world cannot be given in exchange for the soul of a man. So man is more valuable than the entire world, right? What will man give in exchange for his soul? You can't give the entire world for a man's soul. A man's soul is way more important than the world. But then, if you look at the value of man like that, you will not really or fully see... Um, ...God's perspective towards man... ...or how God sees man... ...how God places value on man... ...that on its own is already good... ...but then we're trying to see... ...what does the Bible fully say about... ...God's value for man... ...for you, for me... ...see that? Now, first of all... ...we were able to determine that... ...no one can determine his own worth... ...you can't determine your own value... ...I mean, I know that we say, okay... ...my time is precious, my value... You know, I value myself and all those things. But the truth is that you did not make yourself. So, you cannot put a price on yourself. You cannot say, this is my value. Of course, in the natural, when it comes to other things, you can say that. But when it comes to, like, your worth as a human being, your worth as, you, as per your existence, your value, right? You are not the one who can put value on yourself. And no man can also put value on you because they did not make you. It is the one who makes a thing that puts the value on the thing. You see that? It's the one who makes a thing that determines what it is worth to him. So if a person says, you know what, I, he makes a wristwatch and he says, this wristwatch is worth $1 million to me, that wristwatch may not even be so, um, um, let's say, it may not be so beautiful, it may not be anything, but maybe it's a wristwatch that he made because he was inspired by his late wife who meant a lot to him. And because of her, he places that value on the water and said, this watch is worth $1 million. So it may not be that the wristwatch is made from gold or all those things. But because he places that value on his wife who passed away or something, that wristwatch becomes worth that value. If you will get that wristwatch from him, unless you steal it, you must pay the value of that wristwatch before he will release it to you. So the man sets the value. See that? Another man cannot set the value on you. No other person can set a value on you, put a value or put a price point on you. Uh, as we discussed yesterday, we saw people who have tried that. We saw Hitler who decided to put uh, a price on Jews and people who were not Aryans, that is, who are not Germans. And we see what happened, how 6 million Jews were murdered, right, massacred because of one man's value system. See that? Of course, we also know that throughout history... You've seen in some cultures and some places the value placed on women, where they place the value on women. And you see how that was. In some cases, they were like property. In some cases, they were maybe sex slaves and different things. So, you see clearly, man is not capable of putting or defining or placing the right value on people. Not even on your children. Not even on your children. You can't place that value. Why? Because they don't belong to you. So the person who we belong to is the one who sets the value, sets the price, and that person is God. God is the one who made us, God made creation. You see that? And so He sets the price. So the question is, what is our value? Now I make an argument now, you know, concerning the if that if the value of man is just limited to creation, that is, we know that man is the crowning jewel of creation and that creation was actually made for man. Right? Man was made last. Everything was made before him, meaning that everything was made to receive him. If you look at your world, you realize your world is specifically tailored just for you. Right? Um, the this book by E. W. Kenyon, um, the in the light of our redemption clearly and beautifully spells this out in the first chapter. It explains how we are like everything is made for even the stars, the planetary bodies, and all those things. They are actually made just for you, just so that you can look up in the night and, and and wonder at the stars. They are made for you to explore. We see people like Elon Musk, who is talking about going to Mars. Those things are made for our pleasure. Of course, God derives pleasure from his children having pleasure. So, they are made for us. We are the crowning jewel of God's creation. But the truth is, when man sinned, when man rebelled against God, if man's value was limited to just creation then God could just reset, just restart. He could just restart, start again, you know, wipe all of us out, right? And start again. I don't think God did not have the ability. When, um, <laughs> you know, uh, Noah and those guys, when in that time, he wiped it, all them wiped away by the flood, God could wipe all of us out and say, you know what, that's it. I'm, I want nothing to do with you guys. I'll just start again but then we see that god does something different instead the price for man's sin as we've seen in romans three twenty three, the witness of sin is death death is the price for man's sin right it's the price um, romans 5 12 through one man's sin entered the world and death by sin and death passed on all men for all have sinned so death is on all men all have sinned the price to pay to you know for man to pay for his sin is death and so man must die in the death of man is the payment for his sin so every man will pay for his sin how he will die that is the payment for man's sin and so I mean God should leave man to just pay for his sin or we will be living and dying and then I don't want to I didn't get I'm not the one who brought you into that situation Adam roped us in and everything but we see God take a different turn right he takes a very different turn The next action that God takes, right, determine for us truly what our value is to him. What are we worth to God? When when man gets into trouble, what are we now worth? That is what determines what what our value is. So, of course, we know John 3.16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son, only begotten son, he gave that thing gave there is not that he just sent into the world that gave is on the cross when he died he gave him on the cross to die that whoever believes in shall not perish but have everlasting life so we see first of all he sent he comes as man i've always said this that jesus is god in a body is god in the physical he is not when we say the trinity jesus is not different from god it is just in form that he differs but he is god you see that <laughs> he is God. if you want to know more about that you can always message me and i'll give you a teaching on that but let us move on so he does that now romans 5 5 and hope makes not that shame because the love of god is shed abroad in our hearts by the holy ghost which is given to us so the way the love of god comes into us is by the holy ghost or the agency of god's love is the holy ghost the proof of god's love is the holy ghost in us As I will say, the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, which is the love of God, which is the fellowship of the Spirit. It's the rule of Bible interpretation. You understand that sometimes when you see um, such texts as a way you construct them. Anyway, when we're teaching Bible interpretation, we'll go deeper into that. Now, Romans 5, 6. For when when we were yet without strength, in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. So notice that he died for the ungodly. We are ungodly. We were not godly. We didn't deserve it. So he comes to die for the undeserving. God comes and dies for those who don't deserve it. Why? Look at verse 7. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die. Are you seeing that So It means that, he says, okay, let's just read it. Yet, peradventure for a good man, some would even dare to die. So he's saying that it's very, it is not common for anyone to die for anybody. But sometimes, yes, for someone who, if a person believes is worth it, if sometimes the person dies. They will actually, you know, give their lives. It says but god commends his love towards us or demonstrates his love towards us while we were yet sinners. christ died for us so you're looking at the fact that god doesn't come for people who deserve it if it's that we deserve it that's a different matter entirely do you get but in this one we don't even deserve it there are things that are against us you get number no one we're rebels we, you know we don't deserve it we're enemies of god we have made ourselves enemies of god yet he still comes to die Philippians chapter 2 verse 5 let this man be in you which was also in christ jesus who not who being in the form of god didn't think that being equal with him was something to be grasped because here they actually say explain to you that god is that jesus is god you say he's being the form of god he is god do you understand he is god in the body of a man and he is actually equal with the father the father is just god in the form of eternal, unseen, dwelling in unapproachable light. Do you understand that is God the Father? So he's saying that he's equal with God, but he didn't take it as something to be grasped. But instead, what did he do? He made himself of no reputation. So you're seeing that God did not just say, oh, "Well, I'm coming as today," but by him leaving, you know, leaving heaven or wherever. Let me just sorry, not heaven, but wherever God was, and coming as a man, he makes himself of no reputation you understand he reduces himself to man's level because God and man are not on the same level he reduces himself to man's level you see that and took upon him look at that he calls it the form of a servant he serves as man right and was made in the likeness of men so he becomes a man so if you know how humiliating it is to be God and then become a man picture being a man and become an ant I think maybe you can get the scope of it but God loves that. and <laughs> See that? And verse 8, and being found in fashion as, as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. So, as he came as a man, he didn't stop there, right? He then became obedient today. He suffers death. And not just death, the death of a cross. That's the death of criminals. He is innocent. And then he faces the death of criminals. Right. this is why it's a humiliating experience it's a humbling experience for Jesus this is God God who has existed before time and everything who made all things now comes and suffers at the hand of his own creation look at Hebrews two nine. but we see Jesus who was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death so a little lower than the angels just means that he became a man so he could die because the penalty of sin is what? death and God cannot die but the, but the price to be paid is death so god has to come as a man so he can die right he now says "Crown the glory and honor that he by grace he should taste death for every man so god tastes death for every single man are you seeing that so now we've said before that it is the person who makes a thing that determines the value of the thing right and god makes us and from genesis we know the value of man you know to a point But God now in this unveils his full plan. Because if the price for man, right? Or for a thing is what you are willing to pay. what, What the person ascribes that you should pay for it. Then what was the price paid for us? What is our value? It is the price that was paid for us. What is the price paid for us? It is God himself. God himself becomes a man and he dies. So in his death, right? What he went through in his death... You see he didn't send an angel to die he didn't do anything he himself came and died and by dying it means that he now the price that is on our head the price for our redemption is death the death of one who is sinless and pure you understand and he is the only one who is sinless and pure god is the only one who is sinless god is the only one who is pure when jesus come the bible talks about the father he was tempted at every point yet without sin so he is the perfect sacrifice He is perfect. He is blameless. He is sinless. So he is the only one that can die. And he doesn't consider himself. He comes and he dies. By that, he determines man's value forever. If the the value of a man is the price that's paid for him, then the price that Jesus paid, which is himself, determines our value. So what is the value of man? What is your value and my value? Our value is what Jesus paid, which is that he gave himself his life. So, what is your value to God? Your value to God is the same value as Jesus. Are you seeing that? Your value to God is the same way God values Jesus. That is himself. You are worth God to God. See that? Not just that God calls you his offspring, calls you his child. Gives you his life, gives you his nature. Once he pays that price and the price was himself. You see that? Himself, he could no longer hold himself from you. Do you get? If the price he paid was himself, when he now rises from the dead, we now have what we call the new creation, where that life he that death he died for you, he now invests that life into you. So no longer are you now just worth God. God now lives inside you. So when God looks at you now, he sees himself. This is why God can never throw you away. This is why God, even if it was one man that was on the earth and one one man sinned or just one person, he would still have come to die. Why? Because your value to him is himself. You are as valuable to him as himself. You see that? He looks at you, sees himself. You are that valuable to God. And this is mind-blowing. But it's shown in what he does. Give us his life, give us his authority, give us his power. You understand? Gives us his nature, gives us his he will he holds nothing from you anymore. All of him is now invested in you. So he shows it first on the cross, right? Dying for you, then he now shows it after by the Holy Ghost that comes into you. He makes the ultimate investment in you. And that is by himself. So you are worth God to God. And that is just mind-blowing I like to say that it is a life-tasted death that we may live life-tasted death he is life it, this thing is like it's just really a really humbling thing to think that the creator of the universe thinks that you are worth more than the universe he thinks that you are actually as valuable as himself and he now lives inside you I you seen that By the very object of God's love Not just the crowning glory of his creation. You understand? You are worth God to God. When you understand this thing, things will hit you differently. This thing I'm saying to you is not just here see. It is by revelation knowledge you get it. It is in the place of prayer and spending time on God's word and just saying, God, I want to understand this thing, I want this thing to dawn on me. That's to really, really come alive to you. And you're like, wow, I am worth God. If you understand this, you will realize that there's nothing around you that can that i can equate to the value of god nothing around you not if you know you are not you are not a nobody because you have you don't have some things because you don't have what other people have you are not a nobody you are a somebody you are someone to god god sees you as he sees himself you have you know you have a, you have you have purpose god has designed you has made you like himself you are as valuable as jesus that should sink in for a bit i am as valuable as jesus I am not just on the sideline, I am the main show, I am the main object of God's love. You have to think about that, reflect, meditate on that, and realize that nothing should be able to trump your value. Nobody should be able to trump your value. I don't care what anyone ever did to you, whatever they said to you, maybe growing up, based on certain features, the shape of your body, shape of your head, the way you talk, the way you, you know, there are people that have done crazy things your value does not come from their words your value comes from what jesus has said about you which is that you are my offspring you are my you know my children he is the protocol he is the prototype we are all modeled exactly after jesus so we have the value of jesus when god looks on the earth he sees millions and millions and millions of jesus right they first of all call them christians which is little christ based on their behavior but by other implication is that we are actually christ personified so what is that area of your life where you are feeling bad you are feeling inferior you are feeling like nothing is it because someone made you feel like nothing your environment made you feel like nothing your parents made you feel like nothing or your academics made you feel like nothing you have to understand that your value comes from from holy God, it doesn't come from those things, it doesn't come from friends, it doesn't come from what they think. Their opinions mean or count nothing compared to what Jesus has said about you. So build yourself on this anchor, this foundation of Christ and how he sees you, and you will never regret it. Okay, wonderful, 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 wonderful. Alright, I just thought uh, this is just a wonderful. I think yes. Capratosi prata lakadozi Bretosi prana Kosi prata dadozi prata Kozudove dove prandozi prata kazotozi prada le pradozi vretu tu 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 pranda Kodi pranda satada zefrutobe plara panduzi prata. Oh glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. I see a lady and. There's a person listening to this. It's a lady listening to this. When you were younger, I see that you were molested. I see you were around, you were around these cousins, and you were molested by your cousins. And ever since then, you know, you've felt that you've you've been at the crossroads where it's like you've 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 sought your validation from men, from boys. You understand, and especially from when you are touched and all those things. That is where you you know you seem to have your validation, like if there's no guy in your life you don't feel like you're worth something god is breaking that thing off you right now in the name of jesus he's destroying that thing off you right now and he's giving you a new sense of value a new sense of self-worth that you don't need a guy to complete you that you are holding him god wants you to be holding him some of you it is maybe your you know your family or your friends or or whatever who have told you are not worth it. You can't do this. You can't do that. You understand? They've told you to live be- below what God has called you to live. Lay pros, that. God wants to forgive those people. But then realize your worth. Realize your worth. Realize your worth. Realize your worth. You are worth so much more to God. You are worth it. So hold your shoulders high. Hold your head up high. And launch into life with all the confidence in the world. Knowing that the one who loves you thinks you are as valuable as himself okay i believe you are blessed by this god bless you feel free to share this with other people, there are people that people need to hear this stuff send it to them let them hear it and let them Grow. Let them be blessed. Let them be set free from the expectations of others. Let them be set free from the pressure to be like other people and lose their identity, lose their uniqueness in God. Bible says every hair on our heads is counted. God is concerned about you. God values you. God loves you. So let's share with others. You know to learn this. Of course, please favorite the you know this particular thing. You see the favorite button on your screen. Just favorite it and everything that really goes along with to help us. And um. Of course, I'll see you guys in the next one. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. If this blessed you or you want to say hi or you have a question, you can head over to my Instagram. That's pst.sien, pst.e-s-s-i-e-n. See you there.